What is the secret recipe for being chosen by developers to represent their new construction? Well, we're gonna talk about that today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with top producer Ivan Chorney. But before we get to Ivan, first just wanted to say thank you. We are closing in now on, we're coming up on 500 episodes and we are, we'll probably hit that later this year. And we are so honored and grateful for all of our listeners and viewers. Uh, we now also stream live our episodes, well, at least the interview portion, then we go back and produce it. But while we're interviewing our guests, we actually stream live to YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn simultaneously. So uh, check, find us on social media and you can actually watch us as we record our episodes. You don't have to wait for us to produce the episodes if you wish. Um, so we just upgraded our equipment and we're now streaming live to those three sources. So anyway, enough about all that. Let's get to the main event, my conversation with Ivan Chorney. Today on the show, we have Ivan Chorney with the Ivan and Mike team with Compass in Miami. Let me tell you more about Ivan. Ivan Chorney leads the number one new construction real estate team in Southeast Florida with Michael uh, Mar Mara. Sorry, Mar I'm going to start that one. <laughs> I'm going to let, let you suffer. I'm going to let you suffer. No, no. It's uh, Martarina. Martarina. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Take two. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. What a day. All right. Take two. Hey, Today awesome. on the show, we have Ivan Shorney with the Ivan and Mike team with Compass in Miami. Now, Ivan uh, leads the number one new construction real estate team in Southeast Florida with Michael Martarina. Uh, the Ivan and Mike team at Compass specializes in ultra luxury homes and new development sales. The team transacted, listen to this guys, uh, two, over $282 million in closed transactions last year. Known for exceptional service, Chorney is a a property matchmaker sought out for his savvy negotiation style with a friendly down-to-earth demeanor. His real estate career began as a developer. If, if you're if you're just listening, uh, Mike's making some some uh, some funny gestures in the 
back, which is why I'm I'm laughing during his bio. So I apologize. It's, I, I'm not that unprofessional, uh, but he is he's really making this fun. So uh, let me get back to his his bio because it's so great. Uh, his real estate career began as a developer, sales rep, selling pre-construction projects in Miami and Miami Beach. Uh, Chorney is a trusted resource for reliable information to help his clients make accurate and informed investment decisions. He is entrenched in the Miami Beach community, serving as a big brother with big brothers, big sisters. Please visit IvanandMike.com, I-V-A-N-A-N-D-M-I-K-E.com to learn all things Ivan and Mike, and also follow them on Instagram, which is only Miami Luxury. Ivan, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Welcome. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. That was like the warmest, toastiest welcome. I like my glowing over here. That's why I was, that's why, that's why I was making you laugh in the background all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, it is. It, people do it all the time. And uh, because it's it can be, you know, it's like not always something that people are used to hearing is all their credits kind of at once. I, I know it would make me not. very uncomfortable if someone were reading mine. So uh, definitely. I definitely, uh, I definitely understand the urge to, to sort of have fun with it. And also it was just, it was just, that's just your personality. I think that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, so I, I always love to start at the beginning of the story. Um, so I'm curious of how you got into um well first how you just got into real estate so i know you started as as a as a sales rep for a developer but how did you how did that come about uh so i actually um i moved to miami in 2005 i had been in la uh for four and a half years and um i was you know kind of doing odd jobs in miami to fill up the time and also you know make a little bit of money um i was also i was bartending for a, uh, a staffing company. And one of the assignments was to bartend at the launch party for a new development um, <laughs> called called Canyon Ranch in, in Miami Beach. So, and you know, so I'm bartending this party and it's a launch and it's just glamorous and like just great looking people dressed to the nines. Sure. And, and, and I'm like, I'm like, this is cool. I'm yeah. like, this is cool all these people are cool and they're having, they're having an awesome time. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is what I think I need to do. Um, yeah. And I'd already been working on my license because I was like, all right, yeah, no, maybe I'll, you know, use some of my money to invest. I was like talking to my buddy in St. Petersburg. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and it's so, like, it's like every third person in Florida has a license. You might as well get one anyway. So yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Might as well, might as well jump in. Um, and so while I was there, I spoke to the broker um, who was like just the coolest dude. He had like, you know, the, the frosted blonde tips were, which were back really, they were really in back then. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I even had them like a few years before that. So sure. <laughs> I can't judge. Um, but uh, I was like, you know, so I just told him, I was like, I want to hang my license for you. I want to work wow. on new, on new construction. I'm like, what's it going to take? He's like, well, you know, how many people are in your database? I'm like, it's a database yeah. <laughs> and like, and he's like, how much experience do you have in sales? And I'm like, well, um, I was a personal trainer. I'm like, I sold membership sales. That's sales. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that is sales. It was something. Um, and anyway, you know, he, he liked me. I was obviously, you know, somewhat personable. And, uh, he said, listen, you know, come, come meet with my office manager and we'll, we'll figure something out. So I went and met with the office manager. They, you know, they let me be a, a sales associate on, you know, in their brokerage, which, you know, basically didn't cost them anything. I just was there. Sure. And, I, and, and I just made a point of like going in every day to the office, 
going to every sales meeting, you know, which were often held at these new construction projects and, and constantly asking like, when was there going to be a project for me? I was like, you know, I was like, if you've saw, if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, they sure. talk about like him sending the letters to get the yeah. library yeah, 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 and they finally just gave in. Well, that was like me. I was like, when am I going to get a project? When am I going to get a project? So I ended up getting, getting on a project in Miami beach, which was like, it was not the, the most high-end project that they had, but it was kind of like, all right, well, we'll, we'll try you out here. Um, and I was put on it with two very seasoned agents, and I, I, I quickly outsold them, and I was, the, I was the star sales agent on that team. Wow. What a, what that's, a, like, what a, that's an amazing story because, number one, you were you know approached somebody – at an event where, you know, you were the hired help. And then also, of course, working on your license at the same time, but just having the confidence to say to a, you know, to someone there, like, I want to work with you. Um, in some ways, I think that's like every employer's like fantasy situation where somebody's like that motivated, where even yeah. in a scenario where it's not uh, a real estate um, specific sort of meeting for you and him, you're still having the confidence to go like, I want this. And I, and, yeah. and so it's, I'd love to say like, Oh, I'm surprised that they would take a chance on you um, because of not having that particular background. But now that I think about it, it actually makes perfect sense because it wasn't a time where they would expect for somebody to come up who isn't yet in the industry and be like, I want to work with you. Um, yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how much of that just played in, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, and, and even now, you know, years later, 17 years later and, and you know, having this, this great yeah. team and everything, agents are constantly approaching us to, to come work sure. with us. I mean, and, you know, we just brought on a guy a couple months ago. He was on me for a year to join yeah. the team. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, sorry, wrong time. We're not looking for anybody. He was relentless. And I finally was like, Mike, I'm like, you got to give this guy a shot. I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. He was, he was an athlete. He keeps keeps checking in with me. He wants to take me out for coffee. I'm like, I'm like, we need this kind of tenacity in in the in the work, you know, in in the yeah. agent side of things. And and it's a quote I repeat to my team all the time is how you do anything is how you do everything. So we yeah. know that that will correlate to how they will be as an agent. I, I, I was trying to think, I know a bunch of college athletes that have become realtors. I mean, some of them I've had on the show who are now top of the mountain realtors, but even just people who are newer to the industry who have that, that background where they played some, some level of college sports, they always succeed at, at, in real estate. And it's, it's like, I've yet to meet somebody who I know for sure played some sort of sport and then failed at real estate. I haven't met those, I, I'm sure they exist, but yeah. boy, there's something about that discipline and that yeah. just hard work and tenacity where they're kind of like, yeah, I just going to, I'm going to do the same effort I put into, you know, my sport into this. And you, I mean, you know, as well as I do, anyone who puts that kind of commitment in is guaranteed, almost guaranteed to be yeah. successful. Yeah, no, totally. That's, that's spot on. And, and, and even, you know, just having a, uh, a tolerance for discomfort, you know, whether that, whether that's just being in like uncomfortable positions, you know, just like having to grind and, you know, like, and sometimes do things that you don't want to do, like all that stuff just, you know, keeps building character and that, that ends up like, you know, being the building blocks for, you know, like, yeah. at least for me, those were the building blocks, building blocks of my success. It yeah, me, mine too. Um, this idea of of learning how to tolerate discomfort. I mean, it's like you're, you're a personal trainer. 
I just actually came from the personal trainer just before <laughs> for this. Um, nice. and it's show all me, about, it's all your bicep. <laughs> no, I won't, <laughs> I won't, but, uh, uh, I'm too, too, uh, uh, meek, just embarrassed <laughs> to do that. But, but it is, it is wild. Cause I, I've, I'm almost three years in and I never had that level of commitment to working out. I just didn't my whole life. And so I'm like, I got to get a trainer and, yeah. and I will tell you that it's no, it's still not fun because it's pain. I mean, it's, it's painful, but it is. Uh, it, it is it is taught me how to tolerate discomfort physically the, that physical yeah. discomfort of like this is going to be painful and there's a huge benefit to doing it and if I can just go well the benefit is going to outweigh whatever the short term pain is and that's it doesn't mean everyone needs to start like lifting heavy weights but the idea of getting comfortable with whatever with the physical discomfort or mental discomfort or whatever it is 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 so critical for being successful because this is a business that really can knock you down pretty fast and and pretty hard i mean all it takes is you know you you find out your your best friend went with a different realtor or or <laughs> you know you just you lose a deal for whatever reason it's not your fault um yeah. it's, it's easy and, it's and, easy and we all do of we course. all do. There's all kinds of all kinds of roadblocks, you know, near near big deals that just didn't happen, and um, and it you know it's it's really tough at the time, especially when you you haven't kind of crossed over that that kind of luxury or that that level of success, and you're just trying to find your way to claw on through, and you miss those deals, and it, it's tough, um, but it, it it does build character, and 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 that's a uh, you know that's the stuff I lean on now in my success. Yeah, it's. I think resiliency is is just like the yeah. the name of the game with this one. It's just you're going to get knocked down constantly, and and just this idea of like it's all going to work out. I'm just going to keep at it, and and it it usually usually is a lot of that. It's perseverance, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Um, so so I, I'm probably speaking for the audience here because, and they I think they understand the that your story starts with with you sort of having this this opportunity in a sense that you jumped on when you were yeah. not, not in the industry at that moment. Um, but for anyone that is in the industry right now, and I think, I think I'd have an idea of what you're going to say, but I don't want to say it for you because I, I might be wrong, but I'm curious. And if anyone listening is going, I want to be, uh, to, to be chosen to be, to, you know, work some, any, any kind of developer does, maybe it's luxury, maybe it isn't, but I would like to be chosen to represent a developer in some of these transactions. Um, I know here in Chicago, that is like, um, you know, it, it is, it, and, and there's pros and cons to being chosen too. Yeah. I know it's not all wine and roses, but it is certainly something that people aspire to at least the option of being chosen. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious what you would suggest to somebody who wants to start taking steps to get the eye of, of developers. Um, you know, th th there is a, a little bit of a difference from when I started in, you know, basically 2006 to, to now, um, you know, when I got into the business, there were, there were agents that literally did nothing but work on developments, sure. you know, and, like, and, and I had a, a friend who, who worked on a project with me and he, he basically said it this way. You have, you have house cats and you have street cats. And he's like, he's like, I'm a house cat. He's like, I'm never going to be a street cat street cat. And, uh, and obviously I was a house cat at the time. Now I'm a street cat, but <laughs> you know, so it, it's like, you know, the two, they were two very distinct groups. Now we've got these indoor outdoor cats <laughs> yeah. and we find that, you know, I find that a lot of the best developers, the top developments, they want seasoned agents that are actually out there in the street 
you know, mixing and mingling with top clients, you know, from sure. here and around the world and, and also, you know, um, socializing with all the other top agents so that they can mix with those agents and have those agents bring their, their clients in. So it, it, it's, it's an even more coveted and harder spot to get. Um, but I would say two, I would say two ways. One, find like an entry, entry level kind of project. It might even be, you know, working for like culture homes. You know, you have some sales experience, you got your license, like, be willing to sell way out in the burbs and just like, you know, like sell, selling just a box of homes, you know, or, or, yeah. or, or some, some kind of real estate. Um, that would be kind of like one way. And then you just work your way up, be, sure. be the absolute best in every one of those situations. And yeah. you'll plot, you'll plot your own course. The other one is, you know, is the team route. And I would say, get yourself on a team, you know, because I say the three keys to mastery are immersion, modeling and repetition. So if you're in a team and you, you're now immersed, immersing, immersing yourself, and there should be other stuff with that, but you're doing that, you've got the leaders, the other, pe the other people on the team, you know, you're modeling after, and then you just keep repeating, 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 then that's going to build the backbone of kind of the substance that developers are going to look for. And, and, and then you'll start having some of the, you know, the sales experience, you'll start having some of the that you'll know some of the, the talk you can talk the talk and um, I think you'll 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 have put together a database and all those kind of variables that developers look for and and you might get a, a little bit of a leg up and be able to skip over culture homes and go and go right into working a, a lower Miami project yeah that makes that really makes perfect sense um yeah I I, I think I agree with all of that and I also think too like I don't want to minimize how hard it is for you to do that even today, because it's not like once you're in, you're in because you have to perform and deliver every single time. And the stakes are really high for you because there's a line of agents, gosh, a mile long that would love to take your spot on some of those development deals. And you're in an ultra competitive uh, market. In fact, you could argue Miami might be the number one real estate market in the in the world or in the country as far as, as amount of dollars that sort of exchange hands and yeah. and and the most and resilient too. I, I must say. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. Yeah. It's like this time of year. I always think, hmm, Florida is. Uh, it's there's there's a lot of benefits to uh, yeah. tax wise. There's a lot. Go there's a lot going for Miami. Miami is. Uh, yeah. Is, is just transforming so rapidly. It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, I was I was there uh, about two years ago. Uh, I hadn't been to 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 Miami in that that time, and was not staying down on South Beach, and just um, just just love what what's been done down there. Um, so so that's I think that's really helpful advice. It's it's you know it's it's all the same things that I I think uh, we've heard I've heard from other agents on the show, but I I don't think that means. It's it, you know repetition as as you said one of the three components. It's the mother of skill. It's it's doing the same That's thing. The mother of mastery. <laughs> yeah, it it is. I think. Um, and it is. So this idea of just putting the blinders on and 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 going for it and you know developing skills. I think it, it's you're right. When you play at that level, the skill is really really important. And a skills can be honed and sharpened, right? So it's this yeah. idea of just working at it. Um, Let's talk about the relationships because you you have 
a really when you work with developers like that's a really difficult thing because you're serving many masters really you're obviously keeping the developers happy trying to sell at the rate that they want with the pricing that they want also dealing with other realtors dealing with buyers and um you know all sorts of factors so you know i i i know there's it does not mean that it's an easy job at all working on developments or with developers um but um, I'm curious on uh, sort of as your team has continued to grow, uh, wh where do you find the most joy? Do you like working with, you know, the, uh, you know, with developers, with with the public, with both? You know, I'm curious on what's like your favorite thing. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, as I said, I was a, I was a house cat and then I, you know, moved out onto the street and um, I'm 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 actually happier being a street cat. I like being out there in the world. I like mixing and mingling. Um, and I don't like being kind of just like too, not, I wouldn't say stuck, but just like, you know, just too focused on one project because, yeah. you know, Miami is so, so dynamic and so versatile. And there's so many great real estate opportunities that I love selling everything, you know? So, so, you know, right now, my like what I prefer to do, I want to work with I want to work with people. I love work. I just love working with great people. Um, you know, like when I when I first started in membership sales, in, you know, for for a gym, that was a, it was a it was a different kind of sales. It was like using techniques, closing sure. techniques, you know, and I remember the first time I used a closing technique to close somebody. And they bought a membership and then i realized like they weren't coming in and they, like that i basically sold them like i didn't like it i didn't feel good about it mm -hmm. what i what i what i do now is is relationship sales like first i'm selling me like if you want to work with me like here's all the reasons why because i'm going to be your trusted resource i'm a property matchmaker i'm going to put you with the most amazing property um but uh you know i i want to become their friend i want to i i mean because i truly and deeply care about them. And that's what gives me the satisfaction because I know in the end I've helped put them and their family in a place where they're just, they're going to have the best lifestyle, like the best yeah. lifestyle that's going to match their needs. So, so that, that's what really like, you know, turns my crank, so to speak. Yeah. That's your why you like, yeah. uh, you like giving you, there's a lot of satisfaction in that. And, um, so I, I'm curious because um, you're talking about wanting to become, you know, friends and, and develop these sort of intimate relationships with with clients or and really deepen continue to deepen them so that you know they continue to you know obviously be part of your life. Um, I'm curious. I've, I'm always curious on what what are you doing or what do you recommend doing in between sales with a client so that you know you just sold somebody a home they moved in it's their dream home it might be their forever home or or at least their for a while home um what are you doing so that to make sure that they don't forget about you one year two years three years in? just i always think you know this is a huge opportunity and probably something that a lot of agents struggle with it's like okay transaction over i know i should stay in touch i'm not exactly sure how often and what and what to do yeah um great point um that's i think that's vital because um you don't you know you don't want to be a, a one pump chump um, you, you, you want, you, not only it's it just, do you want that repeat business, but you want them to tell their, you know, their friends and, and their family and, and you want, and you just, I don't know, for me, I just, I, I want to know how they're doing 
down the road. So yeah. um, I think I think it's, you know, part systems like you, you got to have systems in place. That's, you know, your CRM. You got to have your CRM working um, for me delegating. Like when I started really delegating and spending money on delegating, that was that was hugely transformative, you know, having assistance helping you do stuff and 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 they help us with follow-up in a, in a major way whether it's emails text messages sending gifts sending letters you know so so that's kind of the whole kit and caboodle is that like you know we're sending them gifts on their birthday we're, we're sending them cards we're calling them we're checking in you know every every couple of weeks you know just saying hello you know how, how are they enjoying their place did they hear about this thing that's going on, we send them articles. Oh, the top 10 restaurants in Miami. We text it over to them or we have our assistants text over to them. So we're, we're, we're just, you know, constantly trying to be, uh, I would say we're, we're trying to be like an eternal resource as well. That is, that is such a, you know, it's so funny, this top 10, this top restaurants thing, it, it sounds so simple. And yet in all of the interviews I've had over all of the years, I don't think anyone specifically gave that particular tip. And I just realized as you were saying it, what a brilliant tip it is because you can just make it neighborhood specific to wherever they, they live. Um, and this is really an endless amount of content. I mean, you could say you could do restaurant of the week, or you could do top three restaurants and, or whatever, however you want to do it. But yeah. that is, is such an easy way to create content that's actually valuable to the people that live in those communities. Um, and in a way that's not, Hey, I'm looking for another sale or, you know, send me the names of some of your friends, which of course I, I'm not criticizing people who do it that way either. Yeah, that's just yeah. a different way. Yeah. It's, it's not my particular approach, but, but I understand yeah. that some people it is. Sure, but sure, if, sure. for people that are like, I don't want to bug, I don't really want to bother people. It's like, well then send them things of value. Um, and that is a great example totally. of something that, and you could do it with your sphere of influence. You could, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not that much work. Um, it's not, but it, boy, it's it, not. I would love, I would love it if every week I received an email in the neighborhood I live, which is Wicker Park and, and, and which has got hundreds of restaurants. I mean, we just have so yeah. many restaurants yeah. and it can be overwhelming and I live in the middle of it. And I'm like, God, I would love for somebody to be like, this is the place you should go this weekend. <laughs> and I mean, I really right? would. And it makes it easy. And, like you get that on a Friday, you're like, Oh, I'm going to go out tonight or tomorrow night. Like, Oh, top 10. Yep. Like, this yep. place, let's see. Oh, that's the food I want. Boom. I, I know it, it's, it sounds silly and it, but it is like, again, that's as, and I'm guys, I'm not a practicing agent. I'm, I'm licensed, but I don't practice. So like I am somebody who is, might be in your database. I'm like a person that is like in your database. There's a lot of people like me. They want to know, you know, and, and they don't always necessarily, you know, I think people who own homes are always interested in wonder what my home's worth. But yeah. aside from that, I think most, a lot of the communication can just be like, Hey, how's it going? What are you up to? What are you? And I imagine you do a lot totally. of that. Totally. Yeah. All, all the time. I mean, I'm, I, I, I gorge, I gorge on all things Miami. Like I'm just, you know, yeah. you can tell I, I light up when I talk about the city. Um, it's it, the city is my second love, you know? So I love sharing things about the city. And when I learn about, you know, oh, this this new rooftop uh, restaurant is coming to Coconut Grove, you know, I'm like taking the link and I'm texting it out to all my clients who bought in Coconut Grove, you know, like, yeah. and and it's just, a it's really like a natural thing for me. And, and and it obviously, it perpetuates the relationship, you know, for, for years to come. Let's, let's, I want to talk about delegating because you mentioned that that was really a game changer for you when you started investing in hiring, um, you know, or, or just getting, getting some of the things off your plate that maybe weren't 
the things you really preferred to do, or maybe they weren't business yeah. building things, but things yeah. that needed to get done. Um, yeah. So I'm curious on, on you know, for, there's a lot of people out there listening who are going, I would love to delegate some of my work. Um, how do you figure out what you want to delegate and what you want to keep for yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's pretty easy. What, what do you What do you tend to procrastinate on? What do you What do you avoid doing? Yeah. Delegate that shit. Man, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Mike and I joined joined partners. We became partners, and and you know, the first year is like you're not closing like crazy amounts of deals, and you know, money is a little bit tighter. And it's like, you know, we, we were at that point where we were kind of like overflowing you know like trying to be jacks of all trades writing contracts doing follow-up writing listings like chasing our commissions i mean it was fucking hard i'm sorry I'm swearing, sure swearing. no you can you uh, can swear it's fine. <laughs> um it was hard it was hard and overwhelming and and it took away from my ability to perform at what i'm best at which yeah. is working with people and closing deals like yeah. i love working with people I love selling the best of the best real estate in Miami. I love going to the projects, you know, talking to the agents, talking to the developers. I don't love working on contracts. I don't love the minutia of like, you know, the, uh, of, um, you know, scheduling the inspections and being there at the inspection. Like, I don't want to do that stuff. So once, once, I realized that for myself, Mike and I had a good conversation. He was on board and we decided like, Let's spend some money and hire somebody to do this shit. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, that was that's a game changer. Yeah. If you have not hired somebody to take the load off of you from the stuff you don't like doing or don't have the time to do, go out and hire somebody. Start with start with a um, a virtual admin. If you you know if you yeah. don't have the budget to go full time, somebody you know in person, get a virtual admin. Like it will yeah. be a huge game changer for people. And, and, and really affordable. I mean, you, you can, you know, depending on the skill level, I mean, you can find people as low as, you know, I don't know, $5 an hour, maybe even less. Now, obviously yes. um, it's not, it's not so much about wanting to spend the least amount of money, but if that's your budget, you can find people that'll do it. And, yeah. and so, you know, places like upwork.com are great resources where you can go post an ad. People from all over the world will vie for your business and, you know, you'll have to figure out, you know, who you want to hire. But, um, but yeah, I, I, that's a great option. So for anyone out there, that's like, I can't afford to have, you know, a full-time assistant. Maybe you can you get can't afford not virtual. to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're you can't right. Afford not uh, to. I'm telling you game changer. <laughs> and, and, and we should also honor the fact that probably when you guys were ready to make that financial commitment initially, was that an uncomfortable moment? Like, oh my gosh, we was it a time where you were like, I'm, oh, it was, it wasn't, it was easy for you. No, no, no. It was totally. Oh, like, it was hard. To start spending like m- our own money that we were getting. And like, you know, as a real estate agent, you're like, you never really know exactly when the next sure. is coming, or maybe you know when the next one is, but not the one after that. And so that's, that's, that's uncomfortable and, and <sighs> brutal. But it's 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 necessary, man. It's so necessary. Yeah. yeah, it's it's again, it's this idea of betting on yourself and going like, no, this yeah. will work out. It might be uncomfortable for a while because I'm spending money, um, and yeah, there's going to be times of like I got to train and build systems and all of those things. Yes, 
Uh, So you just got to push through that discomfort and realize like, oh, top agents aren't doing everything. They're just doing what they are, what they love and what they're best at and what's what's the cornerstone activities. Yeah. 100%. Uh, um, So back to relationships for a moment. So um, you know, you, you just gave a lot of great examples of providing value, you know, in between transactions, you know, staying in touch with clients, giving them something that they can use on a regular basis, making sure they don't feel neglected, you know, whether it's just reaching out and how's it going, um, you know, saw you went on vacation, tell me about it kind of thing versus, you know, um, hey, here's like some cool real estate info or here's some, you know, community info. Um how important is it to be really immersed in the community first? So we all know real estate is usually hyper local for most agents work you know locally. How important is it to be known in the community and not so much to be like a public figure, but just somebody that's in the community and and supportive of the community? I imagine you you guys are for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess there's twofold to that, two, twofold uh, answer. One, like, you know, I, I know agents that have picked up and left one market, plopped themselves into another market and, and found, found it uh, immediate success. You know, so there are, there are ways to do that. And they clearly were not immersed in, you know, the, um, in the world, so to speak sure. of, of that city yet. Um, it, it's, 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 clearly beneficial um, for us to to be Im- immersed in you know all the things Miami I mean and and in in volunteering um, you know like as you mentioned like I'm, I'm a big brother uh, in big brothers big sisters um, we also we do a lot of donations to some of the you know the various big charities in Miami um, Lotus house is one that we we did a, we you know, we got a table for and we invited people and we mix and mingle. Um, so, you know, it's good for people to see that, you know, it's, we're not just about the money, you know, we're also about the community. Um, and, and we get out and about and we go to the chamber every now and again and, and all that stuff. I, I, you know, I think it's important. Um, it also, you know, it also kind of depends on who your, your client base is. Um, you know, for people that, you know, like if someone on my team was, you know, focused on getting single family home listings in X community, I'd be like, you need to start living in that community. You know, yeah. like you need to start, you need to start going to, you know, the, the weekly moms events or, or you need to see, like start getting plugged into the schools and going to the art fair. Like you got to start digging yourself into that. And, and, you know, like Mike and I, we, we deal with mostly, um, I would say North, Northeasterners is a big, is a big um, portion of our clientele, Northeasterners, um, people, people from Chicago, California, a lot, a lot of, a lot of tax flights, some, some Canadians, sure. some, some Europeans and some South Americans. Uh, we, we actually, him and I specifically don't have a, a huge amount of like local clients. So, you know, for us, it's almost more important for us to be out and about in the world, you know? So, yeah. so, so we're traveling to Europe in the summer, you know, trying to go to the Hamptons or, you know, going into New York city a lot. No I, kidding. I, I, well, that I'm makes from, sense. I'm from yeah. Connecticut. So I go home to Connecticut a couple times a year. Sure. Um, so that's, that's, that's kind of how we kind of get out in the, the bigger community, so to speak. That's so interesting. So you travel to where the potential customers are and uh, where they are today and, and where they might be obviously in the future is, is, is Miami that, 
Boy, yep. that makes perfect sense. I've yet to hear anybody talk about that specifically about leaving geographically so that you can get in front of potential buyers uh, or, yeah, or sellers. I, even. I, mean, I mean, I had a, I had a prospect um, that I'd been in touch with over the phone only, and he was from Atlanta. The compass ended up having the compass retreat in Atlanta. So I, yeah. I looked him up and I said, Hey, what are you doing? I'd love to, you know, um, take you out for coffee. He said, no, come over to my house. <laughs> so he invited me over his house, which is freaking giant mansion in like one of the most you know wealthy uh areas of atlanta and we just like totally hit it off and him, him brought his wife over they started pouring me whiskey i was like oh my god oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know but it was great because like you know i i know as soon as they come to miami we're, we're going out and i've cemented that relationship in in the same vein i'd love to hear your perspective of the importance of uh, building strong relationships with other realtors, whether they're in your local market and the people you you know will be on you know maybe one side of a deal with uh, against the the other, working together to close it, or even realtors from other markets who might be referring clients in. Um, how critical is it for you to have strong relationships with other agents? Yeah, I mean it's 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 super critical um i think really for every agent um you know i know some agents that 75 percent of their business is referrals from other agents um that's not us um uh, but it, it's actually something we're working on growing we actually have uh, you know we've kind of put the structure in place to to really work on growing our referral network uh we're looking for great partners out there <laughs> um but but you know that's why we went to why we went to atlanta um, J Jessica, um, Betas, who runs our team, she's going to Boston this weekend to meet with agents. She was in New York, meet with agents. Mike was in New York, meeting with agents. Uh, Hadar, Michael on our team was meeting with agents in New York. So this is really like a, a big initiative of ours to, to get out there and, and meet lots of agents from the various feeder markets, um, you know, around the country, but, you know, really even around the world because Toronto, London, you know, there's, there's other feeder markets, but, um, even, even just, you know, within Miami, um, you know, it, it's very, it's very important, I think, to, to be well liked, you know, to, to be thought of as somebody who's, um, likable and, and easy to work with, you know, because yeah. I know from like my side, when, when I'm going to show listings and I'm like looking at who the, who the agents are, like there are occasionally going to be an agent where I go, Ooh, Ooh, like, and, and, and you never want to be on that end of it. You don't want to be on exactly. that end where somebody I'm, looks at your name and goes, Oh no. <laughs> like, I'm like this, yeah, this person, you know, they do this, they do that. Like, you know, X tried to steal my client once. Yeah, or, they're a problem. <laughs> or they're just, they just don't, they just don't shut up. They just talk, 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 talk. The client's like overwhelmed. I'm like, there's, there's a few of them out there. And, and <laughs> my advice is don't be that person. <laughs> I, I, there's a, there's a way Adam Carolla used to talk about, he goes, you never want to be, it was like a life advice thing. And he was saying, you never want to be the guy that when your name comes up on the caller ID to someone else, they go, Oh God. And that is a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I get calls from other agents. They're just asking for like help. Like, Hey, I saw you closed this unit in this building. I have a client who's thinking about buying the same unit two floors up. Can you give me some insight? And I'm like, absolutely. Like, I want to be helpful because, you know, when the shoe is on the other foot, like maybe I'll need them. And, and, and the vast majority of agents, not saying the vast majority, a lot of agents can't be bothered. You know, sure. they even, a lot of them have just, 
just bad etiquette. Don't answer the phone. I'm like, Miami, for, for, for as glamorous and wealthy as a city as it is, I, I really don't think it's the hardest city to become successful in because you just have to do this much more to set yourself above the people that are doing the bare minimum. You know, I agree. And you just said something very powerful that I want to make kind of like step on a little bit because it's so, you just said something actually quite, quite brilliant, I think, which was if you are selling this particularly applies to to condo sales, um, you know, this idea that if you're about to list a condo in a building that you haven't listed in before, take a look at the closed listings and not just for the data, but actually go, Hey, maybe I'll reach out to a couple agents that just closed the deal here and just be like, Hey, is there anything I need to know? I'm, I know you've had success in this building. I would, I'm sorry to bug you, but I'd really love to get any advice that you might have. And first of all, that's super flattering to get a call. It's like super that. flattering. Like I was like, it just happened to me last week. And I was like, um, um I was just like more than kind of blown away that every, somebody thought I was to do more that. Than happy. Yeah. Because I was like, Oh, you know, like, this guy's like looking up to me and he's, you know, yeah. he's leaning on me for help. And I was like, this is this, this is this. And I was completely transparent about the deal. And he was like beyond thankful because like he didn't know that the deal included the boat slip and what that equated to on a, on a, on a dollar level. So it was, it was great. Yeah. It, it, this, this idea of, I mean, it is, it, you know, I know you, you guys weren't on opposite ends of the transaction, but even when that happens, it's still a cooperative commission, right? It's still supposed to be cooperative. And so I think agents sometimes forget about that when it's, when it's just a random agent and at a different, you know, maybe they closed a deal a week before and you're like, I don't want to bother them. I don't, they don't know me. I don't know them. It's, it's like, yeah. no, I think that's, and if they don't call you back, it's no big deal, but it, at least you, you made the effort. And, and again, I think that that idea of, you know, agents who are successful in my experience, and of course there's exceptions to this, but almost all the time that I've dealt with agents who are, who are top producers, um, they tend to be super generous and super yeah. friendly and they get it. Everyone's got to start somewhere. They remember what it was like. And it's appreciative uh, when, when you, when, when somebody calls them and says, Hey, I'd love to get yeah. some advice. Totally. I, I, besides all this other stuff and, you know, um, seeing this, seeing my clients happy. Like the other thing I, I get tremendous satisfaction out of helping other people and like helping other people to avoid some of the pitfalls and hurdles that I had to go through. And, and, and I also say to my team members, like if, if, if your experience on my team through my, your experience on my team, if you don't end up being becoming a better person than, than you were when you got here, then I, I'm, a, then I failed, you know? So like, I really, you know, hold myself up to, to make, to be a contribution to everybody and to, to, you know, make sure that they leave a, a better person, a better professional than when they got here. I wonder how many of our listeners right now, having just heard you say that are thinking, I would love it if my team lead or my managing broker or whoever is, is sort of in charge of me as an agent said, uh, I want everybody here to become a better human being. And my job is to help you become a better human being, not just become successful at real estate. I want to help, you know, that is, that is a really powerful thing that you said. And I want to honor that because I don't know that every team lead or managing broker has that same philosophy. It's, it's certainly a, a tremendous responsibility that, that you're taking on. Um, and one that you take very seriously. And so I think it's a great place to mention yeah. that if somebody is is a realtor in the Miami, sort of Miami-Dade area, and, and you're looking to maybe see what other options exist, and you think you might 
be a fit for the Ivan and Mike team. And again, remember, it might take some time because these guys want to see <laughs> a level of commitment and dedication, but you got to start somewhere. It's true. Um, it's true. If, if somebody was wanting to consider working on your team, with your team, providing some value to your team, um, tell me, like, what are you looking for in an agent and, and how could they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're not looking for green agents, you know, green as in inexperience. Um, that doesn't mean it's an absolute no. Nothing is ever an absolute no. Um, you know, th this last gentleman we brought on, he was green. And that's why it was, it was it was a no for now, which is also, you know, people should be taking notes as far as sales go. No is only no for now. Um, but it was a no at the time. It became a, it became a yes because he was tenacious enough. But uh, right right out of the gates, we're looking for people that are a little bit more seasoned, um, you know, um, listing specialists. You know, somebody that can uh, go out there and get single family home listings um, that can go out there and you know kind of kill their own prey. Um, not just that they're not just going to sit back and wait for us to. They're not just them. feeding off of feeding. No, off the team. yeah. We're, that's that we're not looking for that, you know, uh, yeah. but we're looking for people that 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 want to be part of a team and want to be part of a, of a special team, a team that's more about that's not just about the numbers and just about, you know, Gucci, Gucci belts and parties on, you know, on South Beach on Friday. Like we really we're about personal development. We're about giving back to our community. And, and we really, you know, feel like like we're a family, you know, so. If you're if you're about that jam, cool. If if that's not your jam, that's cool too. Just we're not the fit for you. <laughs> like I yeah, no, I I think that's very fair. And and people if they want to if, if anyone out there wants to reach out to the Ivan and Mike team, you can go to Ivan and Mike.com. We'll have a link to that in the show notes or hit them up on uh, Instagram or or Facebook. Um on Instagram, they're only Miami Luxury. I, I have one last question for you because um and and I it's kind of a funny thing. I, I I get a little nervous asking it because I'm I'm always afraid somebody's going to chastise me for for bringing up uh -oh. something that that might be a bit negative. No, no, no. It's I think it's realistic, and I'm just curious to get your takes. I think 2023 is going to be a really tough year for agents. Um, I, I don't I don't think I'm going on a limb by saying that. I think, but there's some people that just like to see the positive side of everything, and they're like, it's going to be fine. I we have almost 800 that's agents in our company. <laughs> well, that's good. No, that's good because I want to hear that perspective because for me. Uh, we have about 800 agents here at our company and I'm terrified because I'm like, oh my God, rates are up, inventory's down. This is going to be tough. Um, what are you doing to stay positive and also stay productive despite the fact that there are definitely challenges right now that didn't maybe exist a couple years ago? Okay. So um, where attention goes, energy flows, right? So if you're constantly focused on the the sensationalism that's out there about you know, fucking sorry, housing bubble, no, bubble, bubble, yeah. bubble, 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 yeah. collapse. Rates. You yeah. know, the housing market is blah Is this? And I'm like, you know what? It's noise. It's just, it's just noise. I, I'm, I'm always reading between the lines. I'm looking at the market. I'm, I'm, I got my boots on the ground here in Miami. We're very low inventory. So you know what? I'm like, I'm focused on the fact that, like, I know what the reality is. And I'm focused on the fact that there are still great opportunities out there. So I truly believe there are opportunities out there for people. And I truly believe there are great, great um, products out there for people to buy. And, and that's why I just did 25 million this past weekend and three deals. Unbelievable. Three deals. 
three yeah. three deals. I was out of the country. I did twenty five million, and, and I'm not trying to like say I'm like you know this. Like, no, you're not. You're no, no, you're not bragging. Superstar. You're just reporting. You're saying I just, like yeah. I'm. I stay positive. I'm. I listen. I I get up in the morning. I listen to um, to meditation. I have affirmations. Like I I I am start standing gate at the guard. I am standing guard at the gate of my mind. That's you know? smart. And, and I just can't let the crap come in. That's just noise. Yeah, it, it, it's but but well, you said something very important. You said I know the reality. It's not like I'm I'm Pollyanna. I'm not paying attention. I don't actually know what's going on. No, I know what's going on, which is why I'm choosing to focus my energy in things that will actually help drive my business. Because you can't control inventory or rates, but you can find opportunity uh, yeah. within within those things. It, it, but if you're right, if your mind is being entertained by information that isn't particularly helpful to actually creating a plan, then it becomes like just consumerism. I'm just taking in information and it's going to bum me out because of course yeah. it is. And yeah. it's not like you're not strong enough to push it away. It's just human nature to when you absorb yeah. things to sort of react to them. And so, you know, you said something really important. It's like you can pay attention and you can not pay too much attention so that yeah. you're immobilized. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you're not trying to be like a, a, a car salesman. Like no, nobody wants that. Like, you know, and, and, you know, all of our, all of our buyers are sophisticated, right? They're, they're seeing all the headlines out there and I can't be like, no, don't, don't, don't read those. Don't listen to any of that. It's all fucking crap. You know, like there's, there's some truth in that too. It's just like, you know, let me, let me understand you and what, what your needs are, what, what fits your lifestyle. Let me present some options and then let me go to work and negotiate you with, freaking hell of a deal yeah i i, I love it I, I think i think again mind mindset we're talking about uh focusing our our energy in a way that is actually going to help us continue in our business despite whatever challenges are before us because there's always challenges even and and let's remember always. too everyone low interest rate environment the three percent days that was not a lot of fun if you were working with buyers. It was <laughs> it was a lot of fun if you had a lot of listings, but if you were working totally. with buyers, oh my god, like let's not forget that yes, oh, yeah. your your buyers who got homes were thrilled. There's a lot of unhappy people though that didn't totally. get what they wanted or who paid, you know, X amount over yeah. what they probably should have because that was the condition. So I'm so glad the days of multiple offers are like almost over. Like that stuff was yeah. that was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that, I love that. I love that you said all this because that just reminded me that yes, things are different now, but not necessarily worse or better, just different. And so yeah. within different, you we can, have to be chameleons. Pivot. Yeah. You got to be a chameleon. Oh. That's what in real estate, you, 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 real estate is, is moving, whether it's a down market, an up market, a middle market, there's, there's stuff being transacted. So, so just, just be able to kind of take the ebbs and the flows, you know, don't get, don't get, don't get pulled into the weeds. Well, I think this is, is, is a great place to wrap up because for anyone listening who thinks, gosh, you know, um, I would like to have a connection maybe down in the Miami area or, you know, somebody that I could possibly refer business to as well in the future, because of course, lots of people retire or move to Florida or buy second, third, you know, plus properties. Um, 
you know, you obviously deal with people with multiple, multiple properties. Um, and you know, you're looking for to build those relationships so that you, when you do have those opportunities, and by the way, Ivan finds those opportunities on the flip side too, where those people who are buying an $8 million home, Definitely. probably not their only home. They probably have other properties. He's going to probably need to refer those people out in case they're moving somewhere where they don't know an agent. So this is a great reciprocal relationship possibly. So, uh, even everyone out there, if you're like, well, you know, gosh, I don't know if I'd be of any value. Um, you know, think about it. And if you think you could provide value to Ivan or vice versa, you know, reach out and say, Hey, I'd love to be part of your network and here's why, and here's what I do. Um, that's how relationships get, get started and founded. So, um, and, and by the way, too, for anyone out there who's a buyer, seller, investor, renter, who is looking to find a property or sell a property in the Miami area, you know, Ivan and Mike are the guys. So IvanandMike.com, they're going to take awesome care of you. Uh, I mean, the, the amount of transactions you guys, or, or sorry, the production level that you did last year, I was trying to think because I, I don't have our Chicago numbers pulled up for the entire uh, met or the sure. entire area, but I would say that would put you as one of the, if not the top team, maybe one, two, or three out of 47,000 agents. So Ivan and Mike are big, oh, big you. producers, and they are very, thank very, you. very uh, good at what they do. So you should consider working with them, whether thank you're an you. agent, you know, or whether you're uh, somebody looking to work with a realtor, buy, sell, rent, invest, et cetera. Those guys, these guys are the best. So uh, everyone go out and visit ivanandmike.com. Also follow them on Instagram, which is uh, Miami Luxury Sales. Uh, sorry, no, it isn't. Scratch that. It is <laughs> only Miami only, luxury. Sorry about that. Only Miami luxury on Instagram. By the way, guys, yeah. don't have to worry about that. There's a link to it in our show notes. Yeah. Just click on it, subscribe, and follow Perfect. them. Um, Mike, it, sorry, Mike, Ivan, your partner's Mike. We, we Ivan, like Mike uh, too. He's cool. He's all right. <laughs> I, I guess when I when I expect to talk to an Ivan, and this is like probably something that isn't politically correct, but I expect like a thick, heavy accent from like an Eastern European accent, which you do not das, have. Das, das Vidanya. Das there Vidanya. we go. Now I'm talking to Ivan. Uh, <laughs> no, Ivan, it was, it was a pleasure. Um, by the way, just you out of curiosity, where, where are you from in, in uh, Connecticut? Um, a, a little town called Madison. It's 20 minutes east of New Haven on the shoreline. So is that near Old Lyme? It's very close. It's about uh, 20, 25 minutes from Old Lyme. Old Lyme, you just keep going a little bit further, like 10 more Got exits it. off of 95. I've been to Old Lyme. That's uh, probably the closest I've been. But anyway, oh, cool. all right. Um, on behalf of our audience, guys, we all need to thank I Ivan for coming on our show, talking My about pleasure. how he built his business. We're so grateful that he spent an hour with us. So on behalf of everyone, Ivan, we say thanks. Um, and if I called you Mike at any other time during this, I think just I'm once. now thinking just once I did do it once. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, my, my apologies. Oh, it's a tough day. Um, but on behalf of Ivan and myself, we want to say yeah. thank you to the Thanks, audience man. for making it all the way through. Guys, get in touch with Ivan. Um, you know, reach out to him. See if you Thanks, can catch audience. his eye. And uh, we, we're, we're so grateful. We just ask one thing of everyone who listens is just tell one friend about the show, one other realtor that might be struggling right now, that's worried about this year, that's stressed. A lot of agents are. Send them a link to this episode. This is going to turn their day around and hopefully provide them a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, uh, kindness and, and you know, strategy for how to move through the year. So tell a friend, send them over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode can be streamed through a browser or if they're podcast listeners, just pull up do a search for keeping it real hit that subscribe button we appreciate it all right ivan it was a real awesome. pleasure and hey, uh next, you, next time i'll have mike on the show because i i won't screw up the name perfect then you got to call him ivan 
That's true. That, that all, yeah. Maybe he's got a thick accent that I'll get confused again. Uh, anyway, it was a pleasure. Um, was thanks pleasure, so much. Buddy. We, we, we will see everybody me. on the next episode. Awesome. Oh, 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 o